getting impaled by a mole there. Okay. You were. You were, but then I used my healing magic to, to protect your wound and move the bull's horn out of your stomach. And you're wow. perfectly healthy. I'm learning Welcome. a lot about you today. Welcome to Post Post. I am your host host. <laughs> <laughs> Funky. That was from the dome. That was uh, no one ever done that. How has no one done that yet? <laughs> I am joined by Farouk. Hello. Malia. What's up? Daniel. Hi. 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 And Max. Max. Hey, whoa, what was that echo? That was so funny. <laughs> Why does Max get reverb? I left my <laughs> reverb on it. I flipped the switch. It's an accident, guys. Oh my goodness. Um, and today's episode, uh, this is, first of all, this is a podcast about the internet, posting, all of that, which we all do. Uh, today's episode is about what to do if you don't know what to post. Now, some people would say, Funke, you didn't prepare for an episode. You didn't <laughs> get together a game like all your other co-hosts. I don't do games, okay? I'm real. No offense, guys. Funke doesn't play games. I'm, I'm trying to keep it real. Tired of the So I want to talk to my friends just about what y'all been up to um, and have a little actual just catch-up episode. Um, yeah. How y'all doing? What's up? I'm feeling so good this week. I handed yeah. in my two yeah. weeks on Wednesday, and now my brain is on freedom mode. Oh, yeah. Oh. What happened? What pushed you over the edge? A lot of things. In my tell-all about the company that I work for. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, basically, um, just things were moving as as I wanted to. Basically, I wasn't getting paid enough. And I've already been like dreaming of what I want to do after this anyway. Yeah, I, I feel really good. Feel so free. Uh, I Fuck, felt stuck yeah. for the past six months. My God, I am out. That is awesome to hear. Yeah, jobs be ripping people off literally all the time and every day. I also just like miss going outside and meeting people. Like I don't have a lot to post about. I'm just inside all the time. Mm-hmm. And once Isn't that I, the way? I get that. Like when I was in college, I was posting information I was taking in. I'm here. Dude, no. right? I, Steph and I were talking about the same thing. Like, I was talking about that specifically, but also like complaining. I used to just tweet and complain all the time. Like, I loved doing that so much. And it was mostly because I was just in a lecture, like at school. I had to go downtown and like sit in a lab or whatever and learn. And I was pretty bored most of the time. So I was just posting as well. Um, but now I feel like, I'm more in a routine that's like less, there's less flurries of people around. Like, I, I, I also feel that a lot is what I'm trying we're, to say. We're Just, growing up and getting a little boring. Like, I definitely know that my posting is so much, so much worse than it was when I was in university because there was something about the creativity that would spawn from trying to avoid schoolwork too, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. I got my best tweets off when I was completely drowning in school stuff, and I feel like I did my most investigation and exploring different topics on the internet and just overall. Like, you can track a direct line for how thoroughly and how extensive my letterboxed reviews were with 
exam season, like around exam season, <laughs> I would be writing essays on Letterboxd, but I would be avoiding my actual essays. Jeez, I literally actually remember you, Malia, saying this, and it's engraved in my mind for some reason, but we were talking about posting in university and just there being so much shit everywhere. And I was like, I hate the noise. And you were like, well, if the noise is gone, will we have anything to post about? It's so I real. Really always think about <laughs> oh that. Because <my> <laughs> when there is less noise, like now there is not that much noise. I'm fucking just happy. Or if I'm sad for a bit, I'm sad for a bit. But I don't, I'm not just posting recklessly and like fiending for The content for a creation. Post. Yeah, the content creation and like the fiending for likes on everything is so it's it's decreased drastically and it's because i'm like happy yeah <laughs> that's crazy it is it is has anyone picked up any any cool hobbies over the last little while anything off off screen no uh, I mean, we need to get into that. I'm, I'm, League of Legends ring. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That is on a screen. No, 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 no. We're we not did it again. We're we not. did it. We did it again. We mentioned it. Land speed record. I think we're less than ten minutes into recording, and no. it's in Rada. <laughs> There's just a dam full of water, and the water is League of Legends references in all of our minds. You're all, all your like neck veins are like pulsating. You're like, neat, neat. I really tried. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But seriously, off screen hobbies, we need these. I'm trying. I've been trying to go to the gym oh. a bit more recently. Partially hobby. Oh, yeah. What's, what's everybody's gym, gym schedule lately? Oh, my gosh. Once a week. Moving. <laughs> yeah. Once or twice. I'm not, I'm not going crazy with it, but. It is fun to move. I was so anti-gym for a while, and then I was like, wait, it's pretty fun when it's not, like, mandated by school. Mm-hmm. 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 Same with learning a language. That, that shit is fun. That's a hobby, uh, I guess. It's still a screen, but yeah, that's been fun. Your Duolingo <gasps> streak? Day 97. Whoa. 97? Isn't that crazy? The what language like have you told us? Francais, je parle français. <laughs> oh, parle yes. français. have you practiced have at you all? Been? The wild in Montreal. We but everyone just speaks a bit of French, and then they hear your accent, and they speak English. Like mm-hmm. they know. Damn. In terms of hobbies, I went last week, last weekend, I went to Pirate Studios and my friends and I, we rented out a like a CDJ setup and I learned how to DJ. And that was fun as fuck. And Ooh. everyone should do that once in their life. Funke did that when we were in Texas. Yep. Yeah. It was so stressful, but it's fun when you're on it. Like when you're in, in the groove and you actually like blend something nice. Yeah, that shit hits. How does it it's feel sick. like when you're micromanaging everything? I felt like a like you know Pocket God or whatever iPhone like app mode. I felt like that. I felt what, it was sorry, awesome. What is that? What is Pocket God? Like you can pick up a little guy and put him in a place, oh and then pick up another God. little guy, I and then he'll grow like something. Yep. yep. I felt like that. So many knobs on the thing. <laughs> like once you actually get like everything moving, it feels so cool. To, like you know, yeah, fuck with everything. And it's it's not that hard either. Like I understand why there's so many DJs in 2023. 
Like that shit is fun. And it's yeah. 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 It's cool. We don't need do more you plumbers. recommend it for the people? I do. I think everyone should be DJ. <laughs> Daniel's right. No more electricians, no more plumbers, no more like waiters. Everyone should be a DJ. We're literally getting to a point where everyone's shoving AI down our throats, so there will be AI plumbers and electricians. So we what? can all be DJs. Huh? What? Letting Siri unclog your toilet or what? I'm down with it. If it means we can all DJ together, let's go. I don't like that. I disagree. <laughs> I think we should have human plumbers and electricians. Hot take. Whoa. Yeah. What you been up to, Farouk? Uh, I don't know. Not much. And I, I don't know. I've, I'm in the gym. I'm going five times a week. Okay. Good heavens. I hit a new PR. Let's which go. Which was a lot. I'm now leg pressing 420 pounds. LOL. Like the <laughs> number. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's sometimes. So much. Sometimes I'm in the gym and I'm like, this is not normally. They need to check him leg, you know? Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know, I don't want to like stroke my ego, but I'm also like, for someone who's like not taking steroids relative to my body weight, like that's a lot of weight to be So pressing. you're natty, bro? You're natty? I'm natty, yeah. I am natty. Oh, I hate that word. Funny. <laughs> I looked it up one time after hearing like one of those TikTok videos, like natty or not. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell are you people talking about? They're so epic. But congrats on being natty. Thanks. Um, I'm trying lifting too. Hmm? How long? Yeah, I feel like Freak's been hitting the gym for years. Well, like, I know that uh, after, like, COVID or something, uh, she couldn't go to the gym for a while. Yeah, so my my arc has kind of been, so I started working out, like, in a gym, like, five months before COVID. And so I was in no the gym. No headphones. Yeah, no headphones. <laughs> <laughs> that has stuck with me you since our Spotify. Wait, you think to Jim Drake or whatever the fuck is playing? Yeah. yeah. Well, also, for me personally, like, so, I, so for context, I do hypertrophy training, which is where you train for muscle mass, like gaining mass to physically get big. So you have to lift like heavy and you have to go to failure. I cannot be putting on music. And, like, I'm pushing a rep that, like, is literally the last rep my legs can do before, like, giving out. You know? Like, I, I would get distracted. Like, I'm going to fuck up my form. Like, you know? Like, I, it's, like, very intense. So, it's, like, I'm very focused in the moment on, like, what I'm doing. So, it's is hard for me to, like, have to music. failure? I mean, that that's what you're supposed weird. to do. Yeah. Sounds really discouraging. I mean, it's what you got to, if you're, if you don't, if you're not doing work, quote unquote, your body's not going to change. So you have to, Damn. you have to actually push yourself. No music? No MC? I can't I understand like, why. If I'm, doing, if I'm doing six to eight reps, if I'm, if I'm pushing 420 pounds, I'm like, holy shit. If I fuck up, I'm going to die. I've like, like realized the importance of good form when I'm in there. 
like my buddy yeah. taught me like really good bench press form and it actually helped like it made things way easier for me so yeah it's there's so many different like um things that you do to set yourself up for good form every time and it's yeah. so interesting getting into that because everyone's got their own little ways to like align their body right yeah so there's, like, it's, there's like a little ritual of setup before you do it and you know like i'm 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 like pausing at the bottom i'm going slow on the eccentric like i'm doing all these like sciency optimal things and i just really want to make sure like i'm optimizing every rep so it's like and i'm like lifting very heavy at this point so it's hard for me to just have music on and like not get distracted cuz this this would happen to me before where it'd be like i'm listening to a song and i'm suddenly like wait what rep was i on like where was I? And then it's ah. like if I'm only doing five or six reps, and like I'm going to failure, and I think I'm on like a rep, my last rep, but I'm actually on my second to last, or I think I can do one more, but I actually can't. It's like I could actually wow. hurt myself, you know. So Jeez. I just be in the gym doing. So that. has that been your go-to hobby as of late? Yeah, I would say that's the main, because, like, all my other things I do, like, I'm writing or film stuff or music, right? Like, I do all of that, like, in front of a screen. Um, so outside of a screen, yeah, I go to the gym and lift heavy things. <laughs> which is Hell fun. Yeah. It is a nice, it's peaceful. It's peaceful. Yeah. At least for, I mean, I'm not going to failure, but it is refreshing as well um yeah they weren't lying you get more energy when you do it mm -hmm. the endorphins Just are kind of real mm -hmm. yeah i'm like yeah Bruh. when it starts when you start, yeah when it starts to you start to feel it you're like damn damn they were right they were right i didn't have to admit it but i do feel good this is a great start <laughs> yeah. to my day the pump is God nice damn. for your ego they don't tell you about the pump until you go mm -hmm. uh when you feel it, you feel it. So yeah, go for a walk if you haven't lately. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Malia, what you been up to? Uh, I I recently started lift training as well, like weight training, which is so intense. Um, I I feel like I have to set a goal, but right now I'm just sort of like I didn't lift before because I was insecure, but now I have like a friend who's teaching me how and. That's honestly also a, a secret to working out is that if you go with someone, it's so much more fun. Um, so finding really, a gym pal, I love it. It is. It is. It's sick. You like, because that's one way to not have headphones in too is if like you're like with someone and like also you like kind of build each other up. And I do way more reps when I'm with my friend because she'll be like no 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 do one more and i'm like i don't want to she's what? like do it and i'm like okay sick i'll do it and then i do it i'm like oh that was fucking sick that i just did that i did and she'll be like add weight and i'm like i don't i should i add weight she was like you can do it just add more weight so having having a a hype man at the gym is yeah. sick mm -hmm. um funky you and me can go work out we'll, we'll hype each other up i'm down to try it i i it's such a solitude experience for me um i i don't think i've ever gone with another person well they gave me a, a free session with a personal trainer a couple of times so i took that and she taught me how to like do everything mm -hmm. um but i'm not like doing it with another person really 
So I'd, I'd be interested. I, it's fun. It's fun to switch it up. For sure. I think learn different. Um, well, different routines. It gives you ideas. For Can y'all tell me what your gym playlists are like? I mean, or... honestly, I kind of listen to the same music in and out of the gym because I just like pop music and like and like hip hop. So I'll just listen to that all the time, which isn't actually that helpful because it's like I don't have something to hype me up specifically. But I was listening to a lot of Ice Spice at the gym. I same. Actually, that. same. And it's good. <laughs> Let's go. She's good. Um, she, you're like, I want to be cool like her. And lifting things are, and bro. putting them down makes me cool <laughs> like Ice Spice. Well, ever since I read the profile, too, because apparently she was like a varsity volleyball player or something. She gets really? it. Wow. So. Just like, wait, did you play volleyball? No, I just want to be Sporty Spice like her. I do. Ah. Me and Ice Spice are the same person, so. Give it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've never seen you in the same room together, so. And you live in New York. Like. New York. Like. Like. And you're always like. liking things. Wait a second. Wait a sec. Hold on. Wow. Here's five songs off of my playlist. <clears throat> Lifestyle by Young Thug. EJ Rich sings gang. good as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Rich Hobie. EJ sings good as hell. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, You're the Best by Joe Bean Esposito. Y'all said that song? It's a good one. Um, <laughs> High High by Luna. Mm. I can't really count, so I think I'm on three. Um, yes. Finder by Blade. There was yeah. going to be Blade. There was going to be Drain Gang. I was just waiting for it. <laughs> and the last one is Big Stan by Hudson Mohawk. Yep. Yep. Good song. I find That's electronic amazing. songs just go dummy in there. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. they break through the, the gym sounds, like in the gym music, and just... It's flow state That's music. You're just in there. <laughs> So Malia, what uh, what else you been doing other than the gym? Um, yeah, I've been sewing a lot. I have like a separate studio that I share with other artists. Most of them are are like they do pottery, but it's fun to just be in a space with other people who are perp like just doing a designated task and having an area that's just designated to doing that. So I'll spend like three to six hours in the studio making clothes. I've made a few shirts. Um, I love communal spaces like that. That's that's sick. Is it like a, a co-op thing or do you pay a fee? Like what's, how do those? Yeah, work? I pay like a, I basically pay like rent. It's a, it's like a, just a studio space in a, in a building. That's like a mixed housing and, commercial building um and i found the the ad through instagram and the leader of the studio she's really sweet and so i have like a, a a section of the room that's just for me um and i go in and i just do my sewing and i was saying sewing is great because you put all this effort into something and then you you have it and you just get to wear it. And then you wear it to the house. And people say, I love your shirt. And you say, thanks, I made it. And their head explodes. They're like, whoa, how did you do that? 
Um, and that feels good. That's that's like the equivalent to the the, the pump that they don't tell you about at the gym. <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah. I get pumped every time someone compliments a shirt that I made. And it's so fun to make things for other people. I mean, that's kind of like with all visual arts, but like especially with clothes, it's like you can wear this all the time if you want and just you'll think of you'll think of me and so and i'm getting kind of fast like there's some things like i can i can throw like a button-up shirt together with relative ease at this point what oh my god shirts shirts for everyone i can do a buttonhole it's crazy um but yeah Whoa. no it's super fun and super satisfying it's not cheap though i was having a discussion with my friend who also you're paying rent for it i'm paying rent and yeah it's basically just a money pit i was having a discussion with my friend who also makes clothes and he doesn't live in toronto he lives well he lives in montreal which i mean there is like a a cost of living difference for sure but he was like why does every person who like learns how to sew a tote bag start selling stuff as like blank the label and i was like because the minute that you learn that you have like a skill in any way in toronto you have to start selling stuff otherwise you're just operating at a loss all the time and you're just like throwing money at something for fun and so obviously i have thought about it and people will be like oh i'll pay you to make this thing for me but i'm like i want to get good enough that like I make stuff that is very finished and professional looking and is also different because I don't I'm not just going to start selling a bunch of stuff that you could get anywhere. Um mm-hmm. you're honing your craft like and yeah. really figuring out your style first. And also like once you learn basic tailoring, it is so easy to fix mend and tailor clothes and Every person that I tell, like, oh, yeah, no, I'm interested in getting into tailoring. Like, if you have any shirts or pants that you need hemmed, I'm happy to do it. And literally every single person that I say this to, they're like, oh, actually, I do. I do have this pair of pants or I do have this shirt that I need hemmed because everybody has clothing that they want tailored. But that getting people to remember to give it to you, like, I feel like I would need a whole separate, like, secretary just for getting the clothes and returning yeah. them because people have such short attention spans, which is fine. I do too. But I'm like, there's no way that I could actually like have a business out of this because it, I would say like 75% of it would just be chasing people down to either get the clothes or give them back. But that <laughs> is a goal. That is a goal. So. If you were a lazy tailor, you could say suit yourself. <laughs> ah. <laughs> hmm. Nice. Thanks, guys. That's interesting. What was that little like heart? That, one. that was the audience. Yeah. Uh, Did someone heart. just tip you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, please don't send roses. <laughs> uh, post post this film in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> by the way, there is something though that I, when you related sewing to the gym pump like it is like a physical tangible thing you are seeing after spending time on something 
which has been fun. There's something to be said about hobbies that provide results. You know, in this day and age, we're getting back into the tactile, um, you know, sewing, cooking, baking, quilting, because you put effort into something and then you can hold it in your hands afterwards. And I guess we go to the gym. You can hold your body in your hands. Yeah, yeah your hand is stronger. Now. Your hand is stronger. You can grab your bicep and be yeah. like, Whoa. that shit's tight. Yeah. I should try that. I, I just, the, it's, it's too precise. It feels so, if I fuck up, it's over. About which? Sewing? Sewing, sewing, yeah. Yeah, the annoying thing is that when you make mistakes, it is really annoying, <laughs> for sure. It's definitely a practice in, in patience, absolutely. Um, because if you sew something, like, you have, to, you have to, like, picture, basically all clothing is made inside out so that you don't see the seams. So you kind of just have to reorient your mind to being like, what's this going to look like when it's inside out? And then if you accidentally forget to do that, you'll have... It'll just look like shit. And then you have to go and undo it all, which it can be undone. But sometimes you'll do like a really long seam and you're like sick. And then you're like, oh, no, I just sewed two pant legs together, but they're attached all the way through the middle and not on the sides. Oh, no. So you just have like (laughs) opposite pants, (laughs) basically. Um, Yeah. That also sounds fun, though. Like, what if you just made fake clothes? (laughs) Like just like needs like (laughs) avant-garde like and yeah honestly you're you're your own worst critic with all these things so i'll see something i'll be like oh that's such that ham looks so unfinished and everyone be like no it looks great it looks amazing because also people just don't look that closely so people are just grateful if you cook something for someone if you make them something if you draw them something, they're not going to look at the mistakes. They're just going to be like, wow, I can't believe that you did this for me. Aww, and that's then they're going to love that's it. That's very, very true. In any medium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You make someone a song, they're going to be like, yep. OMG, Aww. you wrote me a song. <laughs> that is beautiful. <laughs> um, for, for my new hobby, well, I've been reading more comics still. Um, but I started building this mech with Steffi, and that has been really fascinating. Uh, what is this? What is a mech? <laughs> I love that you just said Without it like context. you're building. You're building a legitimate like you're gonna go out. You're and building fight unit a one. Robot. Yeah. Like yeah, <laughs> you are building the unicorn Gundam. <laughs> I'm building what a tank. Like. I'm building a war machine. Like. I'm building uh, Evangelion Unit 1 in a, it's like a a figure. Like a model. Yeah. A model that is about the size of a water bottle, I think, or a bit taller. And you have to put in every single piece. I just sent an image, Malia. It's like Legos. Okay, I was going to ask you know like those? what the material is. It's yes, not it's, of Legos. Yeah, it's not it's, it's not the same as Legos, but it's like like Legos. Like Yeah, it's combining little pieces. Yeah. But, but these there's ones like you have a to like that way to combine them. Like it's 
Yes, it's, you're something. you're following a big instruction sheet, and there's like layers, uh, trays and trays of the the parts that you have to clip off with really tiny scissors, and then join them together, and then put tweezers. Use tweezers to put on the stickers. It's very intricate, and I had always looked at these things and been like, "Oh wow, cool, wow, cool robot," but never have I thought like, "Let me." Oh yeah, Daniel sent a an image of it. Um, I've never thought let me build one because I just don't have the patience for that. Um, but Steffi got me one as a present, and we started building it, and it's really really fun. Like I I want to do more of these. We got I want to say a third, a bit more than a third way done. But y'all, I recommend this. I I think these are the best way for something long and away from the screen, it just feels good to put little pieces together. It's fun. Have, have y'all ever thought of uh, doing those before? I've tried. Like, uh, when I was in Japan, I got a little, um, like, gachapon version of a mech with, like, significantly less pieces. I was putting it together. It got hard to, like, push all these tiny pieces. Just so nervous. I was! It's very... <laughs> and, like, they're tiny pieces, hard plastic, so when you press hard, it hurts your hands. Maybe I'm just not built for this. I'd be down to give it another. These looks. Yeah. I've when always I was wanted a kid. to. Oh, wait, did you do one? Me? Matt? I've always wanted to, but ever since I've done like, ever since I attempted a thousand piece puzzle, I'm like, I never <laughs> want to do some shit like this ever a again. A thousand piece puzzle. That's like a yeah, pretty standard jigsaw size. Is it? Then it must have been, yeah, either that or a little more. But it was one of those paintings where it's like just <laughs> too much is happening in the painting, you know? So it's like, very hard to put together. There was too many different things in the picture because you can do jigsaw puzzles that it's just like a pattern for a thousand pieces and it's basically just like trial and error for every uh, piece rather than trying to see like where in the picture it would go. Yeah, it was kind of like that. I would have to like show you guys the box, but it was not <laughs> fun. Do not recommend. <laughs> Yeah, I have some friends who are super into puzzles, but I don't know. I, I I'm not there yet. I'm I'm in giant robot mode. I think. COVID thing, like making, building puzzles. A lot of people got into puzzle puzzling in COVID. Ah. Big puzzlers. Huge puzzlers. Um, I built a model car when I was a kid with my dad. That was fun because it was like. Whoa. It, had a, it had like a functioning engine in it and everything and so i had a little remote and i got to drive it around afterwards and that felt sick that was really cool that is so american vibes building a model car it was, it was like literally like i didn't did you ever have like a toy car that had like the separate remote with like the little wheel for I no know. i know you're talking about slot cars or What's a slot car? Like, on, is that on a track? It's on, like, a track. No, it was, okay. like, it was, like, a tiny car. Like, I got it at the same store that you can buy, like, model airplanes. And I honestly thought that that would be kind of fun, too, because you could, like, build it and then you, like, paint everything. Ooh. And that looks really cute. Same with the mechs. You can paint them. Some of them are just, like, gray. And then you do all the painting and oh. all that stuff. Yeah. Wait, do you paint the mechs like before or after you like put all the pieces on? 
Oh, I'm actually not sure. This the one I have is pre-painted. I just put the stickers on. Um whoa. Okay, I have a question. The little pirate chips in the bottle. Do people make those or like is that just yeah, a factory? Okay, people are like building them and then shoving them in a bottle or they're you building like, them use in the like bottle. Tweezers. Yeah. yeah, you put every piece in the bottle. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you like stick it in there. Hell no. It's like yeah. you're building a boat piece by piece, but you have the added difficulty of having to go surgery. To neck of yeah. The bottle. Yeah. Exactly. You're doing Good. surgery on a on a grape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I maybe that's late game. But that looks so hard. My hands would shake way too much. I will not <laughs> lie. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like you got doctor hands or no. It feels like like cutting the wrong wire. Oh my gosh. Yeah, a little. I'm trying to find an example of like the type of car cuz I also like it had like a frame that I spray painted myself to decorate it. Oh. Also, yeah, if you have any photos of the of the stuff you've been sewing, I would love to see that. Yeah, I'll I'll post. That's the thing too is I've been off Instagram. I've been doing Let's go. It's not a good IRL. I took like a month off and I feel like we're being so like contradicting to the actual thesis of this show by being like online, maybe that ain't it. But I was off Instagram for like a month and I eventually went back on and like save for a couple of what my friends have like posted. I was like, this shit is boring. Like once you get out of the mindset of like taking pictures for the purpose of putting them on Instagram, you're like, I'm simply living in the moment and mm -hmm. not posting and pictures of it. I don't think w this is antithetical to what the pod is though because we're we're chained to posting like we're never gonna stop <laughs> I, I don't think That's ever so we talk about so, the good the bad the ugly you know yeah it's it's our relationship with posting and right now i gotta say social media is ass it's like almost all of them are bad but oh, that just means like, that a good one has to come right yeah yeah so you guys follow me on mastodon Mastodon. <laughs> Hello. The future is Hello? YouTube Shorts. That's where we'll all be. True. Really? <laughs> That's what People they all get say. People so on their high horse about not using TikTok, and then I find out that they're watching Instagram <laughs> or Instagram Real, Reels Real. or YouTube Ugh. Shorts. That's definitely worse. Like, it is worse, and I'm like, you think you're so <laughs> better than everyone else because you're that not on TikTok, funny. and it's the same <laughs> shit. Um, Spotify's doing guys... it too. Oh, yeah, I was going to talk about that. What the fuck is that, guys? I tried Are the you... AI DJ this morning. It was okay. It was just like, I don't want to listen. You try to actually talk to you in that voice? Does yeah. it like, speak to you? Yeah. Whoa. What's going on, Daniel? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I see you've been listening to 40 hours of pasteboard. Want some more? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you're really depressed, huh? Here's <laughs> How do you know? Go for a Keep wallowing. <laughs> That Whoa. DJ is so scary. Like, uh, yeah, we can't have the robots curating our art. No, I think that's where we put the foot down. 
but They're yeah, the, the new Spotify thing is is just TikTok. Like it just yeah, it's bits of music or canvases or song snippets uh, of other artists, and the only way you can get on it is by sacrificing a chunk of your revenue from Spotify. But nobody makes revenue off Spotify. It's it's so weird. Yeah, that's very gross. But uh, everything's TikTok mm. now, except they don't yeah. have the tech. Which is odd. Like the Twitter like, for you, yeah, not the same at all. It's so it's bad, so bad, and it literally like changed like yesterday. Yo, I, I was gonna say I liked it up until yesterday. That changed. Yeah. I was like, who are you people? I actually don't know any of you. I, I noticed like okay, so I noticed like I saw two of my friends post, and then immediately after, I was just scrolling, and I'm like blankly scrolling, but seven posts in a row, or just people I don't know. So then I got really scared and scrolled back up, and I like just was muting every single other person that I didn't know on my page, and it was it was a very me, very very productive afternoon. I kept on being like, I don't follow this person, and it didn't even have like the thing over top where it was like liked yeah. by so and so, and I was like, why are you just showing me this? I don't follow them. Like what's that for? Same. I was getting I was getting recommended like one piece fandom arguments, like a whole thread. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about one piece. And <laughs> every one of those people. Yeah. You just muted half of our oops who are listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> I you can like it. It's just I don't want if it's on a for you, that's not me. It's like it's not, period. Yeah. It's just unsolicited. Like it's out of nowhere. Because it's like you're already mm. curating your feed to be like everything you want to see. And like the For You page is like mostly showing you things that like are in your orbit already. And then just out of nowhere showing you the most random shit like yesterday. That's yeah. jarring. I hate it. Apps are bugging. Um, speaking about apps, d did anyone get the breadsticks? Because the Oscars happened. The Oscars haven't happened. I mean, um, yes, At we're recording this, and then <laughs> we're recording. Congratulations to Tar for winning every single award that night. Yeah, crazy that they did it. Yes, so we're recording this as Farouk said uh, before the Oscars. Um, so this all tab, we want to talk about it and like give our predictions and even yeah. though that it's already happened it'll be nice to like look back and see how right or wrong were we anyways True. onwards i was saying alt tab oh yeah 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 let's go let's go <laughs> And, and I just had to say this, I said this before recording, I just wanted to do like the top three, like best picture and best actor and best actress, but I already know who everybody here is picking for best actress because we talked about it last episode at length. Um, who wants to speak on it? Who wants to make her case? Um, I can go through all of them first, like all the category. Sure. Um, so for best actress, uh, so there's who I want to win and who I think will win. I think it's actually in both situations, like kind of a tie. I think Kate Blanchett will probably win it for Tar, but given how much hype everything everywhere is getting, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Michelle Yeoh take it. 
Um, yeah. But my pick would be Tar. Uh, I think Kate Blanchett is a fucking animal on the screen. So she was uh, hard carrying that movie. It's, and yeah, she's so good. Everything, everywhere, like, I feel like everyone was putting in mad work into that. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to judge those. Yeah. It's hard. Um, for best actor, this one's actually really tough for me. If I were to guess, I think Austin Butler for Elvis will win. Ooh. No way. Um, Did you see Elvis? No. I mean... Yeah, it's not good, <laughs> but, like, the Oscars love that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's Oscar bait. That's dude. Oscar bait. So, like, that's why I'm saying I think he might win. If it were me, I think it's tied between Colin Farrell for his performance in Banshees. It was su- such a good movie. He was so good in it. Or Paul Mescal yeah. in After Sun. I personally I like think... Paul Mescal, I feel like that would be such a like, underdog Hit, yeah, but... he's definitely the underdog pick. If I had to pick one, I think it would be Paul Mescal for After Sun, mainly because, if not just because, A, he's amazing in that movie. Two, this is the only nod After Sun got, which is criminal. Like, no mm. best director, no best picture. Like, so gross. Mm. Um, So I think I would want to give it to After Sun, but I wouldn't be surprised to see, like, Butler take it for Elvis because it's... Elvis. He literally changed his entire life. Yeah, it. like he permanently has an accent now. They're probably gonna be Whoa. like, "Oh my god, the art, whatever." They probably remembered chilling with Elvis and shit. Like, yeah, they're so old. You remind me of my boy. You remind me of my boy. You were just like him at that age. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> it's bait. Yeah, for best is. director. I think this category is actually really hard because uh, The Fablemans is a movie about movies and it's Steven Spielberg. So it's like they could easily just give it to that because they just Oscars love that shit and they love Spielberg. Um, True. Wait, I feel my... like we should get everyone's opinions as we go through these. Oh, do we want to do it like that instead of one at a time, everyone? I feel like. Okay. Um, so going back to actress then. Yeah. I said. What is... Kate Blanchett, but yeah. I wonder what everyone else is thinking. <laughs> I, mean, I can speak for the group and say Anna de Armas, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She kind of ate that movie. Oh, yeah. We all saw it, right? We all saw it. We are Anna de Army here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good one. Um, I didn't see that movie. Me I didn't either. see a lot of these movies. Me neither. <laughs> I've only seen Your like three actress? on this list. Please? I've seen most of these. I've seen everything everywhere all at once and tar. Same. Okay. And I'm going to have to give it a tie. I think they're going to say both of you and then they shake hands on the stage. You think they'll shake hands? Yep. Hmm. You have to share the award. Wait, before we continue, I want to say I have a prediction for the Oscars this year. I don't think that Will Smith will slap Chris Rock at the Oscars this year. But I think there will be another slap this year. My question oh my to God. you all, who is getting slapped this year? Oh. Brenton Gleason is going to slap Colin Farrell and then chop one of his own fingers off. Yeah. Pete <laughs> Davidson. I was going to say. <laughs> you were going to say. Yeah, someone's going <laughs> to slap him. Please. He's not even there. Yeah. <laughs> <Someone> <laughs> him. Zoom him in. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, um, but wait, so did everyone now say they're? I mean, it's just picks? I like Kate Blanchett too much. Yeah, I mean, I think she's the best performance there. Tara mm. Sweet. She was on the screen for every minute of that movie. Yeah, and she ate every minute up, so it's like really hard to. That's true. Argue like, yeah. Um, um, best actor. So I said, I said I would give it to Paul Mescal for After Sun because I think that would be really cool. Um, but I think Elvis will win. But what? What do you guys think? I've only seen After Sun. I really like Paul Mescal. I'm just rooting for him. Mm. I still gotta watch that. It's so fucking. I think I have a postcard of it on my fridge, but nice. I don't have it. Uh, I have not seen any of these movies. It's Elvis, Banshees of Inner Sheeran, The Whale, After Sun, and Living. But I gotta give it to the Doom Patrol goat, Brendan Fraser. He wins it. He clutches. Brendan Fraser would also be cool. He's the only thing worth nominating from that movie. So, yeah, I heard about? it's kind of dust. The whale. It's director Darren Aronofsky, the guy who did Mother. Oh, so you know the vibes. Get out of but here. Brendan Fraser's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to know anything else. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say. It would be between the movies that I have seen, which are Elvis and the Banshees of Inisherin, and I like Banshees more, but yeah. I think Elvis just might win it. Yeah, honestly. That's but you fine. for real I... watched Elvis? Yeah, I watched Elvis. I, I watched it a couple days ago. It took me two days to finish it, but I did watch it. <laughs> what were you saying, Malia? I was gonna say I feel like it's the same thing. It's like who I want to win. I, I haven't even seen After Sun, but Paul Mascal just seems like such a sweetie pie, and I think it would also just be like I think some people think that he shouldn't get it because he's only like twenty six or twenty seven, which is crazy. Um, and it's his first nomination for anything, but that you know we don't always have to give. I guess same with Austin Butler. I just feel like I can't take Austin Butler seriously because I'm like you were that guy on Zoe 101 and then you fell yeah. off oh. and now you're now you're here getting for an Oscar. Which guy? No, in the last season of Zoe 101, I was saying there must have been some sort of like contract dispute Wait. of some kind because when Jamie Lynn Spears left the show for a little while, it was because she was pregnant and then Chase like follows her to England and then for the last season of the show, he's just like Stuck in England. He was also uh he was also on Wizards of Waverly Place. What? Shape? Like he's he was a Disney kid. Like he was one of those Austin like supporting Butler? Yeah. Really? Oh, he actually he 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 played um one of like the Manson people in uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood too. I guess he was in yeah. a Tarantino movie a couple But like yeah, ago. his start was like he was oh. like the support he was a supporting cast slash guest star. He was in iCarly. In like a bunch of like children's like Nickelodeon Disney Channel stuff. Like this is him with. He Selena. was more Nickelodeon then. Yeah. Except for Wizards was Disney. Yeah. But... Yeah, no. Uh, he was jumping around too. I say the fact that he's he's nominated for an Oscar is just kind of crazy to me. It's yeah. like it's like if uh now he's the older brother from Wizards of Waverly Place was nominated for an Oscar. Like, 
Josh, yeah, or like Josh Peck was like nominated for an Oscar. Like that <laughs> right. sounds just weird to me. Yeah, yeah. So um, I feel like I can't take it seriously, uh, but he's already won so many. Yeah. Also, Daniel linked a little earlier, and I just noticed, but my Elvis review is in chat, and I said Elvis was the first white boy to get it popping. He was on his 2017 Cardi shit. Reading that this morning, <laughs> and I actually laughed out loud. Yeah. <laughs> An insane sentence. Yeah, I will say I don't think that movie's very good, but oh my god, no. that scene, that scene where they're like, this, that's he's what he's white <laughs> he's and white. Really loses this shit is actually he's hilarious white. He's white. It's a white boy <laughs> listen to this one taking that's at the beginning of the movie too yeah. that's so and it's all downhill it's terrible <laughs> no way that's the best scene it's over after that he's white oh man yeah Okay. Two hours and 30 Please. minutes of Elvis. Let's um, do Best Director next. Yeah, so Best Director. It's Banshees, Martin McDonough, Everything Everywhere, The Daniels, The Fablements, Stephen, Tar, Todd Field, Triangle of Sadness, Ruben, Ostland. Ostland. That's the mean, one international film this year for some reason. I mean, All Quiet on the Western Front is also technically... But if you mean for director, yeah. He's the only... Yeah, for, dire on. for director, yeah, yeah. I think... Spielberg is gonna win because this is yeah. like his biopic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're like, let's give you know one of the best directors of all time a best director award, even though he must have won before. I don't. Yeah, know. surely. But... Should look um... it up. I hate on podcasts when they say, "Oh, I don't know this fact," and the listeners like, <laughs> "I know that he did this." True. I'll look it up. That's a part of the fun. He um, did. He won for Saving it... Private Ryan and Schindler's List. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Whoa. I'm going to give it to Everything Everywhere. Beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. I think if so I had to well pick, I think if I had to pick <laughs> someone, if I, if I had to pick, like, who I want to win, I think it would be the Daniels. But I don't know. I think this is actually really close because I think Everything Everywhere has a lot of hype. Um... But then it's like, yeah, like the Fablemans is very Oscar Beatty. I could see Todd Field taking it. Martin McDonough's won it before. Like, so like, I don't know. It's really hard. I think, I think it could be anybody except hmm. Ruben. I don't think Ruben's going to win. If it's not I everything it's everywhere, the internet's going to riot though. Like, for best be director like, or yeah. best picture? True. Best, ooh. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think they One care that them. much about director. I think this anything is the big one, huh? Yeah, I think anything it doesn't win, people will be like, it was better than the other things in that category or whatever. Um, hmm. But like yeah, that happens every we... year, so. Um, yeah. Uh, Anyone else have thoughts say? on director? Yeah, any other thoughts on director? Nothing really. I haven't seen, all, and like, I've only seen two of them. Mm -hmm. Hard to say. I did just fucking. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean Todd Field is a good pick. I would I would respect that. I think the way that won. movie was paced. Yeah, it's oh, like very meticulous. Amazing. It's like really impressive. Um Okay, best but, picture. Yeah. Let's get into it. Best picture. Woo! Before we get into it, can I just say you guys, movies are back. All right. Mm -hmm. What's the list? <laughs> um So for me, I think this this is my pick for where like what i think where did they go yeah i mean they've been out for a minute 
Uh, but so for me, I think that this is my pick for what should win from this list. And it is also what I think genuinely will win. It's everything everywhere all at once. Um, I think that's what's going to win. And rightfully Avatar so. the way of water. <laughs> <laughs> You're an avatar head? Nah. Sorry to oh, the Navi out there. Navi. Yeah, okay, so yes, I did. I only saw it because my friend was like, yo, you want to see Avatar? I was like, eh, I guess I'm not doing anything that night. But it was fun <laughs> to see it with them. Um, I would not watch it again. Would not recommend it either. It's three so, hours. It's like yeah. if you're into Avatar, then you're going to have a blast. But if you are barely into it, you're not going to have fun. But yeah, everything everywhere for, for me. Uh, best picture. Wait, what I'm is Women say, Talking? I've never heard of that. Uh, women Talking uh, is a fire movie. Yeah, it's a really it's good movie. It's very sad, but it it's is very a sad. fire movie. Um, so I'm picking Banshees. I like Banshees a lot. I had no idea what I was going into when I saw it. And it truly took me on a roller coaster of yes. emotions. Like, I thought it was so funny. And it had such great humor, and the performances were all amazing. Mm-hmm. We aren't doing best supporting. We're, I don't think we should do supporting actresses just for the sake of time. But like the woman who played Colin Farrell's sister, I should know her name, but she was so so good. She's really good. Yeah. Justice for Jenny the donkey. Like, oh my gosh! <laughs> by yeah. the end of the movie, I was yeah. so distraught by like how. Like I would say I had the most emotional experience watching that movie because I was I yeah. went from thinking it was so funny and beautiful to just at the end I was like crying from like the unfairness of the situation. And also yeah. it's everybody's worst nightmare. What if your best friend just was like, I don't want to <laughs> hang with you anymore and refuses yeah. to say why? And then finally when they say why, it's because you're annoying. <laughs> like that's yeah. literally everyone's worst nightmare. But I just thought it was beautiful and I loved it. Yeah. And I I totally res- would respect if everything everywhere won, but my personal pick is Banshees. Yeah. For sure. Period. I love Banshees. I think it's McDonough's best movie. Um Didn't like in Bruges. I mean, I like it. I hate a lot. that movie. You hate <laughs> okay, well, it. Okay. I think that movie's great personally, but I think Banshees is better. Yeah. For sure. Um, but I also like the McDonough vibe. I love his premises where it's like something just happens and then it's just like an unfurling, you know? Like it just yeah. like, let's watch it play out. Like it's not like a three act structure. It's just like, let's just watch what happens, you know, like from this one small incident. Um, which I think is interesting, but yeah, I think, uh, I think everything everywhere will take it. Like, I think, I think there are people who think like this movie's so small and different and it's the underdog. It's not the underdog. Like everybody loves this. It's movie. got so much like, momentum right now. Like it's also winning everything at every other award show, which is a great indicator. Like people oh, are nice. voting for this thing. Oh, uh, and also, Kihoi Kwan will absolutely win and give another speech that makes everyone cry. Good. So, Thank God. I need another. What would be the biggest, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Top Gun Maverick. If Top Gun Maverick, Maverick won. 
That would be so hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that would actually be the That'd biggest be so one. Hilarious. Yeah, of all the other movies on here, like it wins over like women talking and shit too. Like, yeah, just Top Gun Maverick. That would suck. The Discord you know would start. That's like talking. action movies or cinema. Guys, Marvel's gonna win next year. <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Avengers timeline. Four. Uh, the cinema. <laughs> When we joke about it here and then it happens yeah. and we're living through the repercussions online. Oh, when we, when we listen gross. to this episode back and we're like, fuck. <laughs> that would be really funny. I hope they bring back Mark Wahlberg to go, and women are talking when. <laughs> it's not him. That was so funny. Uh, Guys, I think Tar's going to win. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tar feels more low key than me than the others to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I know in my heart Tar will win. And if it doesn't, then someone's at the Oscars gonna have a problem with me. Oh no, Max is gonna slap it. That's my prediction. Max is gonna pull up to the Oscars and slap Michelle Yo. Slap John Oscar. I'm yeah. gonna have to slap John Oscar, guys. He's gonna slap the cast of everything everywhere after they win. <laughs> <laughs> I should be, be like the game. kid at the back of the game awards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank my Lydia Tar, my Lydia Tar, for teaching me how to make music or whatever. Damn, a lot of movies. This just I added a few to my watch list that I for real have to watch. Women talking, Banshees of Inisherin, and smile it's not on oh, here no you don't have to watch smile do dude. not watch that movie oh <laughs> I watch smile. Movie. no one can that stop me i want to watch smile no one can stop me. <laughs> oh my god i don't think it's in theaters anymore but i can't believe that that movie was in theaters that is a straight to netflix ass movie honestly <laughs> come on it was supposed nice. to be i i just listened to a i was listening to the radio the other day and they were talking about movie ad campaigns and apparently smile was supposed to be a straight to streaming movie but the like the whole promotional thing where they had people smiling at like baseball games and all that stuff was so effective that it prompted <laughs> them to give it a theater release uh, so it was supposed to yeah <laughs> enjoy your mid-dinner funk there <laughs> oh my god <laughs> You are hella yeah. wrong for what you said. He's so bad. <laughs> about smile. Um, <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't think the movie's good. That's fine. About? Like, fucking can go watch <laughs> Smile. I like horror yeah. movies. I just watched The Exorcist <laughs> for the first time. Please watch Smile. Actually, watch it and tell me exactly what you think about Smile. I will. Um. All right, well, that's the Oscars portion of our alt tab. <laughs> Also, if you didn't know, you can press Alt-Tab on your keyboard and you, like, tab out <laughs> something. Uh, Wait, really? That's for the... <laughs> that's for the new computer peeps out there. Um, but we do like to, in this segment, talk about other things we've been doing, which is pretty much the bulk of this episode, but one wreck uh, to the people. So we'll do a speed round because we spend a lot of time on the Oscars and we're seem to be, like, approaching an hour, right? Yep. I think. Um, so yeah, let's let's give a, a a quick one to two sentence on something we recommend to the folks out there. Uh, anyone have one off the top of their head? I do, I do, I do, I do. 
Um, everyone, uh, all right. Play well, let's pick Daniel. <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> <laughs> I crumple into a ball (laughs) and roll out of my room. (laughs) So, everyone should play Octopath Traveler 2. You might have heard that it is one of the best JRPGs that have come out in the past decade, and I'm here to say (laughs) it's true. You're just reading the tweet. You're just reading Jason Schreier's tweet. (laughs) (laughs) Jason Schreier is true and real. It's a good-ass game, guys. Okay. Uh, but that's all I will say about <laughs> Octopath 2. Thank you. <laughs> um, anyone else? I got one. Um, Jetlag the game. Uh, there's these guys do travel content. They do little board game things with like, traveling through countries and states. Time they're in New Zealand and they're racing from the northern point, the most southern. Ah, it sounds like that's YouTuber fun. Amazing Race. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Malia Farouk? Um, I, uh, recommend, uh, eating lunch meats and specifically mortadella. Huge fan. It's delicious on its own or in a sandwich. Mortadella. Add mortadella. Oh, it's so good. It's like, it's like upscale bologna. It's delish. I used to watch Appetit. Talk about it all the time. What are the white spots? Fat. Cheese? No. Uh. It's fat. It's a. It's the goaded lunch meat for sure. Oh. Yum yum. I'll have to give it a bite. <laughs> Do um, it. Farouk. Um. Hmm. What should I recommend? Uh, I'll recommend this. It's been a little bit since I played it, but I don't think I've talked about it on the show, so. You should play the video game Chicory, A Colorful Tale. Um, I finished that game a little bit ago. It's a cute little game where you play as a little doggy and you get a paintbrush. And you, so in this world, like, there's an artist who paints the world, who gives the world color. The world look kind of looks like a coloring book that's in black and white. And the artist is kind of a job that is given to paint the world and make it colorful and beautiful and creative. And one day, the artist of this world, Chicory, uh, for whatever reason, is missing, or the brush is, like, found out and about, and the world has lost all its color, and you are kind of the janitor who works in her tower, and you're like, well, I don't know what's up with Chicory, and the world is in black and white, so I guess I'm going to go around and paint the world again, and it's a game about art and creativity and mental health and all these things um it's a really really sweet game it's now one of my favorite games i've played i really really loved it um it's it's also very easy to get into um like you could you could play this game with a child but you could also play this game for yourself and get as much out of it um you know and yeah i loved it a lot i would highly recommend it and i'm also writing something about it which will be coming out soon so Yes! A little promo about that. Fun. Yeah, what a great art style in the game. That came out last year, right? Or was it two years ago now? I think it was 2022. 2021 is what it says on Steam. Okay, yeah. Ah. Yeah, Yeah, really beautiful game. I gotta sit down and play through that. Would recommend. I recommend Room Sprays. Holy shit. 
when you when you get a room spray and you spray it in your room, that should be smelling so good. It's it's shocking. You spray it on the curtains, on the rug, on the couch, and my room smells like a forest. Like mm. it's it's really just livened up the space. And I use incense, but room sprays. It's another level. So I recommend. Hard recommend. Do you have a preferred like brand that you go to? Man, Aesop, you better run me my check. Yeah. Uh, but them, the soap people, they got really good sense. Like yep. I, I didn't I haven't really been into smells, but I've went there with Steffi and I was like, Can you tell me what my my smell palette is? And the dude was like really nice and helpful and gave me a bunch of free stuff. And I found out I like, I like musks and woodsy smells, earthy. You would like musks. Okay. Well, I, uh, <laughs> but yeah, p- please try it. I think you will all enjoy it and be like, whoa. Yeah. My room smells fire. Uh, so that, that's my breeze. Call our, listeners, <laughs> call our listeners stinky again. <laughs> this thing called deodorant that I've been getting into recently is pretty you guys cool. Should try it. Yeah, you, you got to roll up once. It... <laughs> it's how does it compare though to like incense? Because I know incense, it like the scent is really heavy. Hmm. Yes, I think first of all, the difference from Febreze is that's air freshener. That's not the. The room set is just trying to like be the smell of this room, and it puts in the work. Um, but compared to incense, incense is more like active. I think if you are having people over or something, the dude said like that's when you want to burn incense so you don't have to like think about it, and it's like pungent. It's like actively there. Whereas room scent, it's like you spray it once or twice a day, and then it's just there. It's like a background scent. Whereas incense is like the main foreground Mm. if that makes sense i don't know it opened a new layer like i think i spoke on here about it but like when i tried getting more spicy food into my system uh and i realized oh there's a whole nother layer of flavor here there's Mm -hmm. a whole nother layer of smells guys i didn't even think my nose was that good but it's just like noticing and actually being okay this this is what you call that scent or type of smell um, so I actually do recommend it genuinely. Uh, yeah. Well, now that everyone smells good, speak for we're yourself. Wrap up the pod. Oh, <laughs> resident stinker. Oopsie. Stink. I made a little Daniel. stinky. Oh, Daniel, no. We're going to oh wrap god. this one up and get this guy oh cleaned up. Oh my god. Yeah, you got to wrap something up. What? What does that mean? <laughs> the most that. foul ending to a What the hell? <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for he listening diaper. to Post Post. Um, <laughs> next week we will be, or sorry, not next week. We're actually doing a new schedule. Actually, we never spoke about it on the pod. Uh, we're doing monthly because that is realistic for us. And uh, we don't want to stress ourselves out over a fun pod. Um, so yeah, expect this episode later this month. We have a day. Does anyone have that day? Autumn. Oh wait, wait. Autumn. Why would they need to know when this episode's dropping? Because we'll be listening to it. Yeah. Anyways, the <laughs> next episode <laughs> is out 
uh whatever we'll post it on twitter at pug zine uh that's when we where we post all of our updates but yeah you'll be hearing our voices once a month and next week we have another rotating host host and that host host is me farouk um and yeah that's gonna be another fun episode uh so yeah thanks for listening and follow our things tell your friends if you like this casual internet talk uh it really helps us and yeah leave those reviews we i I saw a couple the other day and uh, it's it's cool to see the folks pressing that like button um yeah uh, you can follow everyone at twitter or another website if they want because I feel like we've just been doing Twitter as the standard, but now I don't even want to do that. Like I don't want to <laughs> be promoting that site. Uh, so you can find me at funke.cargo.com or .site, not com. Um, and you can find Daniel at... Find me on the... My username Pasteboard. Wow. It would be Pasteboard. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Challenger this set. Well, hopefully. Inshallah. I, I can I can see it. Woo! <laughs> Next is Max. Uh you can find me on Tumblr at Meditite or on the League of Legends ranked ladder at Happy99 and carry me out of bronze. Woo! You don't need a carry. You are the carry. <laughs> Get on yeah, out yeah. there, Summer. I don't know. I thought Max was more of like a Miranda, but yeah. I guess. <laughs> 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 Woo! Uh, Malia, where can the people find you? I'm still, I'm still posting. It's I'm sandwich bag on Letterboxd. Oh, you cut out Letterboxd, you said? Letterboxd, yeah. I'm sandwich ah. bag on Letterboxd. I stay posting. Nice. That is a good social media. I gotta post more on there. Wait, did I review Alien Resurrection? I don't think you did. No. I didn't see it. I didn't see Girl, it. Oh my god. I finished watching the movie and I was like, this is the best fucking movie and I didn't review it. <laughs> Too busy living in the you moment. People? Is Alien Resurrection the fourth one? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's not the best Alien one. I exaggerated, but it's really good. Uh, Farouk, where can the people find you? Um, You can find me. Honestly, most of my social medias are just my first and last name. So if you just search F-A-R-O-U-K-K-A-N-N-O-U-T, you know, it'll all be there. Letterbox, Twitter, Instagram. Pick one, you know? Surprise Mm -hmm. me. Oh, and your piece. uh, Do you think that'll be out around this time or later? Do you want to point people to it? Um, You know, I don't know for sure, but you'll definitely see me posting about it if you follow me. Hit that button. Yeah. Period. All right, guys. Take a break. I mean, do people listen to podcasts at their computer? I feel like I never usually do. Some people do. Around. I've Some done it people before. do. But if you are, get off the computer. What the hell are you doing? Do something else for a little bit. And then go back on. I think yeah. that's the meta from now on. <laughs> uh, Real. Yeah. Also, well, if you folks. came to our show, thank you for coming. True. Yeah. Wait, is it? Would it have happened already? I think it would yeah. have happened. Yeah. Whoa. I guess so. It's April 1st. So, yeah, yeah thanks for coming. <laughs> See you there. Bye. Bye. So stinky. Bye. Someone please. Bye.
Thank you. Who's going to handle it this time?